You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. We have an altar from which those who minister at the tabernacle have no right to eat. And he's talking about those that are still clinging to Judaism and trying to attain their own righteousness through Judaism. And the statement is anything, any teaching that you're trying to become righteous by some act or some work or some religious observance. No, you'll never get there that way. By grace are you saved through faith. That not of yourself. It is a gift of God. There's a broad range of wrong teaching out there, but one of the clearest indicators of false doctrine is when it adds any other requirement to salvation besides simply trusting in Christ to save you. As Pastor Danny reminds us in today's message, it's essential that you're alert and aware of the enemy's attempts to mislead you. Seek God daily through reading His Word and praying, not to meet some requirement, but so that you can draw close to Him and stand strong against evil. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Hebrews chapter 13 with today's edition of The Living Word. Be content with what you have because the Lord has said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Hey, say this one with me. Come on, you ready? Let's say this. Ready? Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in the heaven where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Amen? Here's what Paul said. I've learned. I like he says, I learned this. This didn't happen overnight. I've learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. Amen. Verse 7, remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Our greatest heroes in life ought to be Christian leaders, godly Christian leaders. But with that said, anybody ever here uh, had a Christian leader fail you? Fail you? I have. I got saved in the spring, 19 years old, started going to the only church I had known that my grandmother had taken me to when I was like five years old. At, at that time, we walked to it. It was just up the street from where we lived. And uh, that was the only church I knew. And the same pastor was there when I got saved at age 19. And so uh, when I got saved, that's the church I became a part of. They had a youth pastor at the time. Uh, that was so charismatic and so uh, he's so funny and everybody loved him and he was a great teacher of the Bible. And uh, I was 19 years old and there was no group at that time in that church where I really fit except the youth group. And even though I was just out of high school, I went to the youth pastor and I said, hey, I don't really fit with any other group. You mind if I hang out with the youth group? He says, no problem. So spring, all the way through the summer until I went off to Christian college, uh, I became a part of that youth group, and it was tremendous. I mean, it was a great youth group, and this guy was a great youth pastor. First letter I remember getting from my mother when I got to Christian college was about my youth pastor. 
And it was discovered that he had had several immoral relationships in the church, not only with ladies in the church, but with some of the youth. I was blown away. I was blown almost away. It hurt me so bad. I was so, it was such a challenge. I know what it is to have a leader fail you. Read it again. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their fate, not their failure. Not their failure, their faith. I believe the Holy Spirit linked verse 8 with this for a reason. Look at verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Do not forget if a leader fails you. Jesus never will. He never will. James says every good and perfect gift is from Above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Come on, say this with me at the bottom. Say this, Lord, we thank you that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Verse 9, don't be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. There have been a host of them over the years that have tried to get a foothold here. There are actually people... Uh, leaders in this church, former leaders in this church that were friends of mine that are no longer part of the fellowship because they bought into some strange teaching. And and we as a leadership took a stand and said, if that's what you're going to believe, you can't teach it here. And so they're gone. It hurts. It hurts. I mean, people I was close to. If it's new, it's not true. And if it's true, it's not new. And if it's something that's odd and it takes a lot to understand, it's not the simplicity of this gospel. Paul said, In one verse to the Corinthian church, I'm afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunning, that you also would be robbed and led away from the simplicity that's in Christ. Christianity is not hard to understand. It's a challenge to live, but it's not hard to understand. So watch out for strange teachings. Now he goes on from that and he says, it's good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace, not by ceremonial foods, which are of no value to those who eat them. And he makes this statement. We have an altar from which those who minister at the tabernacle have no right to eat. And he's talking about those that are still clinging to Judaism and trying to attain their own righteousness through Judaism. And the statement is anything, any teaching that you're trying to become righteous by some act or some work or some religious observance. No, you'll never get there that way. By grace are you saved through faith. Add not of yourself. It is a gift of God. Can you say, thank you, Lord, for that? Praise the Lord. Now, from that thought, he goes, verse 11, and he says this, the high priest carries the blood of animals into the most holy place as a sin offering, but the bodies are burned outside the camp. And so Jesus also suffered outside the city gate to make the people holy through his blood. Let us then go to him outside the camp, bearing the disgrace he bore. For here, we do not have an enduring city. But we're looking for the city that is to come. Now he takes us to this other thought. Here's what Paul said. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. What is this exhortation? Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed and be willing to suffer for the name of Jesus. Don't you back down. Let's don't back down. Let's don't be arrogant. Well, let's be bold. I'm not ashamed. I'm a Christian. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. I'll never forget 
milestone in my Christian life when I first got saved. Longest walk I ever remember making as a Christian was from the parking lot to where I worked at the time, B.C. Moore and Sons Department Store. For those of you who've been around for a long time, I've told this story before. And I felt like every eye in Hartsville, South Carolina was on me. And word traveled real fast, but the word traveling wasn't exactly true. They just didn't understand. The word traveling was, Danny Hodges got religion. And I have to correct him when somebody say that. No, I got saved. But listen, milestone in my Christian life, that first week when I now was confronted with having to confess Jesus Christ. I remember the first time I said the name as a Christian, Jesus. And I didn't have any warm fuzzies. I had warm fuzzies afterward, but I had fear before. And I remember that was a milestone. The first, the first week of my Christian life before friends that I used to party with and hang out with, you know, and do a lot of bad things with. And now they hear Danny's got religion. And I first, first week of my Christian life, I confessed Jesus publicly. That was a milestone. Milestone. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed to suffer for the name of Jesus. And then he says, verse 15, through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name. I also remember it went beyond just saying Jesus, Jesus Christ, in a positive way, in a godly way. Now in my life, it's just, just a habit. It doesn't mean it's not meaningful, but it's a habit. What? To say things like, praise the Lord. I say that all the time. Come on, say this with me. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Isn't that a great encouragement? Praise the Lord. I shoot a fish underwater, scuba diving. I shoot a fish and I say, praise the Lord. Now, it doesn't say, if you're down there with me, it just sounds like blue, 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 blue. But I do. I shoot a fish, and I, especially if it's a big fish. I say, praise the Lord. I catch a fish, especially if it's bigger than anybody else's fish. And I say, praise the Lord. Just a part of life. Praise the Lord. Okay. Verse 16, I do not forget to do good and to share with others. For with such sacrifices, God is pleased. The book of Hebrews encourages its readers to discontinue their reliance on the law, the old way of living. Jesus came to fulfill not only the prophecies of a Savior, but also the law itself. He perfectly lived out every word of it, never wavering, and always showing love and kindness. Jesus then became the sacrificial lamb, the one who would die in your place, so you wouldn't need to face the punishment your sins deserve. His blood paid the price. All you need to do is accept it. Are you ready to take this step of faith? Jesus is ready and waiting for you to step away from your old life with loving arms wide open. 
If you're making a decision for your Savior today, please let us know. We want to pray for you and be available to answer any questions you might have. Please email us at info at ccfstpete.church. That's info at ccfstpete.church. We're so glad that you tuned in today to The Living Word. If you live in the St. Petersburg area, we'd love to meet you too. Come by Calvary Chapel Fellowship on Saturday at 6 p.m. or Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. to worship the Lord and learn from His Word with us. Be sure to stop Pastor Danny and let him know that you're a listener. You'll find more information and directions at ccfstpete.church. If you can't join us in person, you can still be a part of our virtual congregation. Join our live stream at ccfstpete.church. That's all we have for today. Tune in next time for more from this study in the book of Hebrews right here on The Living Word. 